Record. This episode of Getting Tabled is brought to you by Valhalla Hobby. Use code GT2305 at checkout to get 5% off any order over $100. Again, that is ValhallaHobby.com. This is Getting Tabled. With your hosts, Jason the Bruce. You guy! George the Yang. I hope you're all entertained by my ineptitude. Jason, a.k.a. Major Socks. We've been doing this and talking about various stuff. One of the stuff. Now sit back, relax, and get tabled. Hello, future people. Welcome to episode 105 of Getting Tabled with your host, Major Socks. Hello, everyone. Uh, yes, it's just George and I tonight. Unfortunately, Bruce is, is having a hard time right now, so uh, all the best to him. And uh, we've got George, who's apparently freezing in Wyoming because it's snowing up there. No, it's, it's it snowed a few days ago. Oh, okay. Well, Thursday. Anyways. Um, yeah, it snowed. Um, it shouldn't snow. Uh, yeah, no, Bruce said, I hate you all. Do it without me tonight. And I'm like, all right. Don't have to be so mean. <laughs> he didn't say uh, he hated us. No, he, he, he needed a break. Break, so he he's taking a break. He'll be back. Uh, yeah, we've all had those days. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, usually they. Uh, I usually have days like that on days that end with Y. That's about every day. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's jump into this stuff. Newly received or noteworthy information, especially about recent or important events. So first on the uh, docket is GTC Studios, also known as Bushido in the world of uh, tabletop minis. Uh, they're releasing the the Fox set here soon, and this is yep. the set that I said I wanted to paint it because it's it's so different from all the other factions of you know it's all you know the Fox the normal samurai that you have yeah well yeah yeah it's it's like it's not your traditional Oni demon it's not your you know human samurai or Ronin or you know whatever it's like you know uh, what are they called a uh, Kitsu, Kit Kitson, uh, yeah, I think yeah, something something with a K. Um, and they look great. Yeah, the the paint they jobs are fantastic. Uh, the the one that always just catches my eye is the one with the the branch over his head with the star and the moon and like his robes are like you know a balanced color in between. Yeah, yeah, that it's looks nice. absolutely fantastic. Uh, I believe that's supposed to be uh, later on this year. I think quarter three or quarter four of those are going to be available. So uh, I have some time before I have to commit. Uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I would like the archer that's blindfolded i mean he's just so comfortable and, and confident and where he's able to use his other senses in order to shoot accurately enough that he doesn't yeah. need his eyesight yeah no for sure well i mean he's a fox so i mean you know it's true it's cat it's cat software running on dog hardware so i mean it doesn't need to see to do you know what it needs to yeah uh, no, just the sculpts and like how much of the um, the mythos they they've captured in what is it one two three four five six seven eight nine minis yeah is is, is pretty good because I mean you've got your you know traditional warrior types you've got you know your mystics your, your archer you know you have your demon with the uh, the multi tailed fox so mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a it's a really like you know all in one kind of kind of faction and, and it just appeals to me because there's it's not all the same thing like you know yeah each right you got your battle bots what's the difference between a battle bot and a droid not much it's still much. a metal a metal mini metal yeah i know what you're talking about yep exactly so uh those are coming up uh next we've got a uh, tt combat speaking of taking a break right so they are they just announced uh, a few weeks ago um that they are going to be taking a step back from um some of their social media posts and stuff like that i mean they'll still be active on the channels but not as active as they have been um they're wanting to primarily just take 
take a, a look and in, in helping in to progress the games that they have coming up, like Strike Team Commander and some of the other games. Um, so no, TT Combat is not going out of business. I mean, it almost sounded like that at first. Strike Strike Team Commander, which one's that? Drop Squad, you know. Oh, Drop that Squad. One. <laughs> yeah, that one. So yeah, they're, they're just wanting the team to focus primarily on some of the releases that they have coming up instead well, of being as active, which makes sense sometimes. And, and, and if you look at it too, I mean, you know, they just, you know, Adepticon wasn't that long ago. No. Got, um, the UK Gaming Expo going on right now. I mean, Salute that just happened. Oh, yeah. Salute. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, that's two huge events that they're partaking in. Like, you know, within a few weeks of each other. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the kind of thing where it's like, yeah, you need to take a break. Um, the w- one of the uh, other uh, content creators out there, the Fohammer guy, uh, he was at uh, Adepticon and he's at the Salute. You know, it's just like, that's a lot of, you know, it's okay. A lot of travel. The UK is a small country, you know, so I mean, it's like, you know, work. But that's still, you got to travel. You got to take your stuff. You got to, you know, you got to do a whole bunch of stuff, you know. And if you're a vendor with a booth, that's even that much more. Especially because, if you're just one guy or a small team like TT Combat is. Yeah. Well, I mean, e- even if they're not even on the smaller side, you know, I mean, they're not, you know, the smallest thing out there. But to to move transport setup and then to ship all that stuff, talk about it, and you know, have your you know um, exclusive uh, co- content, you know, like the minis they only do during you know yeah. convention season. You know, it, it is a lot, and it is it does take a lot out of you. You know, it's there's a reason why it's called vacation. Mm-hmm. You know, this just maybe, hey, folks, we're uh, we're all taking vacation at this time. We're kind of slowing things down and we're going to take a break and like come back and you, you know, it's it happens. Yep. So, um, yeah, so that's just this uh, quick little thing. Next, uh, we got a whole bunch of stuff from War Cradle, um, specifically Dystopian Wars. Uh, we got some uh, new uh, squadrons and battle fleets. Uh, the first one is the Italian Frontline Squadrons. Let's see, can I blow those? images up yeah you can a little bit is it gonna let me though not really oh wait there there's the zoom thing hi i know what i'm doing so it looks like what two six seven eight ten ten ships in the box yeah. uh the designs on these uh, it's amazing the amount of detail they can get on something so small because th- this is not a large scale game no and, and those larger ships look like more like the battleships size and then you got some the four in the middle of the cruisers and then maybe some destroyers or frigates or something like that the small four smaller ones and, and even though the detail on those four smaller ones I just landed on one of those and the detail on that is still exceptionally good. Yeah. Well, it looks like there's even a smaller one with a, a, a water graphic uh, base. Yeah. Looks like it's a, it's a, like a hydrofoil type of dealy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the Italian. Then we got next the uh, Imperium. Aerial squadron. Yes. Bunch of flyers. And these ones look cool. These do look, um, holy smokes, those are big uh, giant guns sticking out of the noses. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they remind me of big Zeppelins from World War I almost yeah i mean it, it makes sense though too you know where, where are you gonna put your biggest gun right dead center in the middle that way you can point the ship and shoot and you're, you're literally pointing at what you're aiming at sounds like phr or shaltari actually <laughs> sounds like shaltari <laughs> yeah, you know the phr to be like wait wait hold on, hold on do you see my soul do you see my shoulder oh. right here right here you see that right there oh yeah so there's actually a couple of those the, the nuremberg class uh heavy airship actually has broadside yeah, turret. that's the so. one i've stopped on right now and yeah there is some broadside turrets on that uh oh there's one painted it up yeah that one looks nice that, that looks Jaeger. that looks really good that Jaeger class yeah, yeah. That really cool and then they got uh, some little smaller ones too that are painted up too the imperium escorts re- real quick before i jump off the Jaeger class though uh i like the fact that like 99 of the the flight stands we see in games they're just straight vertical rods and these have got a curve to it like, you know, a little, like you know a little something extra yeah 
Um, they've got one of the assault ships, the Kriegstrom. They've got one that one of the bigger ones painted up too, and that one looks pretty nice. I'm I'm just going through the uh, the Imperium escorts. There it is. There's the uh, assault one. No, that's not even one of the bigger ones. That's is that one of the smaller ones still. <laughs> but no, it's a bigger one, but it's not one of the biggest ones. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Because the biggest ones have uh have the big old cannons. Yeah, they don't have a. Well, it actually might be a, a different sculpt, oh, a different uh option, different op- different option. Because if you look at the body of the the turret where the pilot the cockpit is, I think it's the same style as that top one that we see with the big nose quad cannon. I think. Yeah, it's no, you're. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's just a weapon op, different weapon option available. Well, it's a disappointment they didn't uh do that with a uh, paint up a one with a big gun. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I would have liked to have seen one of those. Uh, next one, uh, I'm gonna let you say the name of this fleet. Hachiman. Yeah, sure. It's I definitely Asian of some sort. Well, <laughs> if you look on the uh, the box art on the side of the ship, there's Jeff, definitely Japanese. Uh, yeah, Japanese there's definitely flag a Japanese that. flag symbol on that one. Yep. Um. Oh, and it looks like it is a, a big old carrier. Yeah, this is a battle fleet. So we were just looking at some smaller squadron size boxes. So this is our first uh battle fleet, new battle fleet set. That that carrier is huge compared to even the the larger ships that it shows there. Yeah, it looks like there's a couple variants for it. Uh, the the one I've got up on the screen right now is the Akita class, and instead of a runway, it's got three turrets where the the runway normally would be. Yeah. Yep. Oh, look at the the Masamoto class generator ship. That looks cool with the the clear plastic. That'd be fun to paint up. Yeah, that's the kind of like. Do do you try to paint the clear plastic so it looks better than clear pas- plastic can look, or do you just leave that to the end? and just put it on and hope nothing happens to it. That looks like it's some sort of like focused ray gun kind of thing. And those are all like focusing lenses. Yeah, especially because if you look at the back of the, the or the right behind it, you see have that little opening aperture yeah. that, can, that can shoot through it almost as it's being charged up. And then, there's, charged up. And then the, the last photo of it is uh, as a uh, carrier. Yep. Uh, we started to get uh, some of the uh, the uh, cruisers. Four ships. Yep. Yep. Those look like the little things that launch from the carrier. Uh, I guess, well, they actually had some in the Battlefleet main box or might main picture they had uh some smaller air squadron tokens that's my guess is that's what is depicted on the carrier mm-hmm. so this little uh the cheetah automata uh, is probably like submarine almost possibly something like that yeah uh but the next ones are a chuba class a uh, hunter submarine which that looks like a nasty sub- yeah. submarine that can actually like you know you know ram mm-hmm. if you look at the bow on that that looks like they could uh take an impact before it um disintegrates damage yeah. yeah uh heavy destroyer oh lots of um uh broadside on that little guy. Ooh, the Hado class, Hakido class option for the cruiser. That paint job looks amazing. Yeah, it does. I really like that teal green copperish. That's um, inadvertently, that's probably a really good deal, almost camouflage for a for a ship. Yeah, I would have really loved to see that uh Matsumoto painted up. See how they painted the, the clear plastic on it. Yeah, no kidding, right? Uh, I'm looking right now. We got the uh, Umbozo class uh, option for the support squadron. It looks like it's got drilling teeth on the end. Yeah. So yeah, there's some really, really, good really interesting things. It, it's good to see. Uh, oh, what's this? Uh, the 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 Gro Komo Koromo Daco class option for the support squadron. It looks like a yeah, stables. yeah. That's that's what I saw too. Goes up there and just tears ships apart. I don't know. It does look cool it's, though. It's it's really nice to see uh, Wayland really uh, take this intellectual property and run with it after uh, Spartan Games had to uh, close down yeah. years ago and and support for, sure. for this game stopped. So it's really good to see it still going. Yeah, and then. Our last battle fleet is the Gloriana battle fleet set, which I'm trying to see which style from around the world it would be English, maybe, but uh, I'm not sure. That looks very imperial or American with that uh, horse figurine on the front. Yeah, or Roman or Greek. I, I, w- I would say it's probably, you know, like a UK thing, because if you look at the box art there in the corner, like the, the emblem, it looks very, you know... Yeah, you're like, right. 
very very part of the crown with that logo. No, you're right. It does it does look like that. The paint like job that. on that looks fantastic. Like knowing yes. how big these are, like this is the picture of this is far bigger than the actual mini. So to see it like that blown up and up close and still see that kind of detail is amazing. Yeah, that's a really good paint job too. Looks like it's got torpedo tubes on the front almost on the bow. Oh yeah, I, I see the little like right there with the oh the, the thing's not picking up the my uh, cursor. Uh but yeah, no, the paint job's phenomenal. Oh yeah, the, the if you go uh one of them's called the Camelot class, that's that's totally uh Yep, that's U United Kingdom. Yeah, nope, you're right. Adventure Albion. Yeah, this is definitely a British just by the names that they have. The barrels aren't drilled out. Shame. <laughs> yeah. I mean even the airships are pretty cool. The, the couple oh, Yeah, those are the uh the Piper in class war rotor. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's freaking cool right there. It's a baby shield helicarrier. Yeah. <laughs> Tin Tangle class battle rotor. That's pretty cool looking too. Mm -hmm. It's also got a fun name, Tin yeah. Tangle. <laughs> that Saxon Scout rotors. Yeah, some of these are awesome looking. Which again, you know, just the sheer scale that that these ships are in is, yeah. you know, it's it's fantastic. Yep, I agree. So uh, good on War Cradle. Uh, next, we've got uh, Games Workshop. Who? Oh, that big company. <laughs> The, the the company that you actually own a mini of now just one one that'll probably be it so we've got the <laughs> leviathan box which uh essentially it's a, a battle box of you know almost space hulky uh you got marines against tyranids probably the uh the epitome of you know good and bad if you were to ever actually put a label on it in the, the warhammer universe of the, the mindless alien force against the imperium of mankind um this is as close as it's gonna get it's it's probably one of the longest i mean space hulk for example. I mean, it was a board game, essentially, that was Terminators and uh, Gene Stealers. You know, and this is just a, a carry-on. Um, Michelle uh, sent an image and the the mini and the, the bigger one here on the right side, he pointed out, look, no hooves. And I'm like, yeah, the other one still has hooves, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> I still understand why uh, bugs have hooves. Um, 25 Space Marine miniatures, including a uh, new sculpt of a Dreadnought. 47 Tyranin miniatures, where it looks like you got uh, two big guys, a mid-sized guy, uh, some other mid-size and then, you know, your your basic troop type stuff. Uh, I, I, I'm I betting you this is a $200 box, if not more. Oh, Just yeah. if, you, if you figure, you know, 50 bucks for five Marines and then at least 30 bucks, 40 bucks for the Dreadnought, then times up by two for all the Tyranids. Yeah. Uh, but, but we do get a Captain and Terminator armor with this box. So, the, uh, that was one of the things that was released at Depticon was, uh, a new scale of Terminator that was more appropriate with Primaris Marines, which just more proof that Primaris are replacing regular Marines and they're scaling everything up based on that size of Marine now. So, wah, wah. Um, yeah, the, these do look good. Uh, again, that Apothecary, uh, that is, uh, that looks like Gravis armor, which is the Primaris captain mm -hmm. type armor, I believe. Look at the uh, the midsection on that. Uh, Lieutenant and Phobos armor, I believe that's the uh, stealth guys, if I remember correctly. Uh, again, He's replaced his uh, shoulder pad with uh, some Tyranid uh, carapace. He's got some I-Core dripping off his little dagger there. I, I say a little dagger, and, you know, if you look at the scale Marines, that's more like a sword for a human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. here we got some of the, the new scale Terminators. And then, ooh, uh, Primaris Flamers. 
that's something that I wish we still had the old template for because, oh, that was perfect for uh, killing lots of bugs. Because bugs like to get all close together and then you just get your flavor template and you just lay it on there just right so you hit as many as you could. Oh, those are the good old days. Uh, and then uh, a Battleist Dreadnought. So it looks like a twin last cannon with a rocket launcher uh, and heavy boulders mounted in the midsection uh, based off the, um, I believe it's Redemptor chassis is what the, the primary Dreadnought is. See, look, look okay, we we can Tyranid, Tyranid Prime. Look at that socks. He's got a yeah, hoof. He does have a hoof. It's a hoof. Yep. Also don't have feet, so that doesn't count. Uh, Scream Killer, hooves. Uh, Ryan's Leapers, hooves. Yeah. Turbogons, hooves. Uh, Neurogods, they've got hooves. Uh, Barbgons, hooves. This guy, uh, the, the Psychophage. He doesn't have hooves. Nope. It's like one, two. Two that don't have hooves. Yeah, the uh, Nero Tyrants don't have hooves. They have t- more. They have tentacles. But yeah, so two out of the entire box. <laughs> yeah, so. And then also from Games Workshop, we've got get off the road of course uh being a reference to one of the most famous lines in the uh return of the king series and it looks like it is a uh a a diorama piece where you got the four hobbits hiding out of the tree roots as the witch king rides by on his uh less than healthy looking steed yeah so uh great scene in the movie i I thought the portrayal that was great especially when the 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 witch king got down put his hand on the tree and all the bugs were like we're we're out of here yeah oh so further on down it breaks down to like how it pulls apart so that you know you can use the witch king or the the hobbits in a game it looks like yeah um that is a really really good looking miniature yeah it is um i, I i'm guessing that's probably also a, at least a hundred dollar mini e- even with the, the scale of uh the lord of the Rings stuff being smaller than yeah. uh the regular uh sigmar and 40k universe okay and then moving on into fireforge games uh we got a, a couple of sprues here for it looks like some samurai warriors oh hey yeah the link actually says plastic samurai um various weapons you got your traditional uh japanese flag I, it's really interesting like that the flag design you know it's got the post coming up and the the pole going back the to hold the, the, yeah. the banner you know nice straight to this day still they use that same design for flags on the side of the road in japan which yeah. I, I think is really cool that you know they figured something out you know hundreds upon hundreds of years ago and they're still doing it, like, it yeah like show me something better you know <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then next we have uh, Ashigaru, which are I think are more of the uh, the peasant type uh, foot soldier based off the uh, hats. Remember, hats dictate rank just yep. about everywhere. It's true. I, I guarantee you, your 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 dress cover is way fancier than you know the dress cover of a peon, right? Mine has a little bit of a silver braid, or you, I can you, wear the bus wheel. You, you got like extra extra broguing and stuff like that. Yeah. See, hats. Look at the Pope. Big old freaking hat. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, these are good looking kits. Um, I'm, I'm going to go back to a, a rant I had a couple episodes ago of too much plastic. These sprues do not have too much plastic, in my opinion. No, you're going to have a few extra heads and arm sets and arm sets. But yeah, I mean, but that's because you you could have your army all with the the pike, one style of pike, or all with the the extended katana sword. Yeah, or or whatever. And so yeah, no, I I was actually going through and I was uh, I was clearing out a lot of my um unused hobby stuff and the amount of full sprues that I was disposing of because it's full of arm poses that I didn't need or use and so it's just like the number of absolute full sprues. It was just like, it's taking up space, it's collecting dust, I don't need this. You know, purge it, you know, make space for other hobby craft to fill up with for for the next five years. But still, it's like, so it's good to see kits like this where it's like, virtually everything will be used. And it's like, oh, there's like 10 things left on it. I don't care. So, yeah. um, Next, next on the list, I'm kind of 
interested in. Uh, the Omni miniature, or mo- not miniature, modular, modular display case. Yes, modular. It's um, on Kickstarter. It's got at, 25 at, days to go. And as folks are watching right now, we saw it jump up of, uh, several hundred dollars. Uh, the initial pledge was $5,000 goal. They're currently at 197000 plus. Yeah. So they have crushed what they were um, hoping to do. And still have 25 uh, days to go. I mean, so they could go even higher. Yeah, so yeah, 25 days to go, and they're like killing their uh, their uh, um, option. Uh, yeah, let's see. Let's yeah. see here. Uh, pledge without a reward, $10 back because you believe in it. Uh, so $48 gets you the Omni STL file and all stretch goals. Estimate delivery is June 2023. Because it's an STL file. That's, that's easy to deliver. It's yep. an email. Oh, yeah, for sure. So let's see here. Oh, hey. Parts and pieces put together. Side panels. Back panel. $69 gets you all the files. Uh, $269, you can get a commercial license so you could print them and then sell them yourselves at a discount. And then $299 is also... Uh, the commercial license, but those are unlimited. So it looks like the there's a limited of the last chance discount. So they got seven so out of fifteen the, left. The one thing you'll have to do if you do want to have a, a front display on it or a front uh, panel on it is you will need an acrylic sheet, an exacto knife, a ruler, and a pen. You will have to cut and you know make your own glass panel. Um, that being said, though, too, I've seen a lot of companies out there where you can get custom cut acrylic sheets set to you. So for something like this, well, like okay. Okay, I'm going to do 10 the size, order 10 sheets, and literally all you'd have to do is hack the corners off and then boom, you're done. So yeah. that's how I would do that. Um, the fact that I'm actually looking at getting a uh, Anycubic uh, Cobra Go or Cobra, one of the, I haven't decided which one yet. Um, I may have to look again. This is like something to hold stuff because I, I know I'm doing the, uh, going to get the, the organizer STL so I can make display cases and like, yep. you know, storage racks for holding, you know, stuff that's work in progress and like, you know, have a place to sell my minis when I'm working on them but this might be something to look into is like you know displaying the minis after uh, after you're done with them. So I'm looking at the stretch goals and one of them is a dwarven style edging for the display case and it looks awesome. Um, it does. Ooh a mini uh, hex riser so you yeah, can have like a staggered display. Yeah I like that too. Nice. Uh, train accent pieces uh, cable management covers because it does say it's a uh, red green blue light compatible for displays. Uh Terrain accent pieces, forest, treasure pile, dwarven miniature hex riser. Yeah, I just saw that one too. That'd be cool to have both. Spaceship junk pile, skulls. Dungeon ma- dungeon miniature riser. This is this is some really good looking stuff here. Uh ooh, Eldritch Horror Hex Hex Riser. Uh so the the current uh next stretch goal unlocks at sixty thousand. As we saw, they're hundred and ninety seven thousand. No, it, it's already unlocked. They're just waiting for the rendering of the of whatever they're gonna do. Because yeah. it's a factor selected theme case so the backers oh, are oh, what I, kind of a theme they're wanting oh okay. for the render to come through so it's already been unlocked oh okay yeah because now i see the dwarven cable management the sci-fi pedestal um yeah because they've got another one down below that's at yeah. Okay, yeah. stretch yeah. goal and it's unlocked that's a hellscape diorama stand so they're just waiting on that rendering too so i think this Ooh, is eldritch themed case yeah this is this is cool awesome. looking because you can have a, a, a case for each of your game systems based on some of these different themes that you have available so early bird commercial license is gone 69 bucks and you get all of that yeah that is super tempting i'm gonna have to put this on my uh list of, of, of... 
I mean, I'm go- I'm going back to the, the 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 video of you get the front panel, you determine the thickness, you put the side panels on the back panel. I mean, it's like it's a very simple, straightforward case. Like the only thing you really have to do is get your piece of acrylic if you even want that. There's nothing yeah. you have like you don't even need to put the acrylic on it. No, you just have an open display shelf. You know, which would be easy to get your stuff in and out of mm-hmm. if you yeah, want it. Sure. Yeah, and, and, yeah, I think I might have to back this if anything at least uh uh i don't know yeah i'll probably 25 days you've got time yeah i might have to do that don't forget about it (laughs) put on your calendar for like three weeks from now no kidding or whatever but it's nice that it's compatible with with light strips too so you can put lights in there of different colors whatever you want uh, yeah and so what they're showing here too is uh you know there's there are various sizes that you can do the cases in you know square rectangle you know skinny you know it's it's not just like a certain size so that's really cool so uh next on our list is one of these guys indie definition independent type slang word jargon the lazy forger modeling for modeling's sake wait i changed it oh you changed Last minute. <laughs> thanks for letting me know i'm showing the completely wrong thing let me sorry let me uh copy this link and let me paste this link we're looking at dungeon torch because i was looking for so i have some some split row fences for my american civil war stuff since i was wanting to try and find some 15 millimeter scale stone walls and happen to come across this uh site because i have some that might work for me but they've got a full range of of all sorts of stuff so uh the one that i really liked was uh the viking set down at the very very bottom on the left hand when you scroll down some of these buildings vikings very very cool oh yeah with the, the their sail ship their barbarian ships and and even just their houses you could you could have a lot of fun with with some of this stuff and D. i mean they, they i mean it says right there on, the, on their page D, and you can go from 15 mil all the way up to 32 mil because these are stl files so um very easily scale these to whatever scale you need them and then so so what i would do with uh some of the the the, the norse viking themed stuff you know would be for a uh space wolf display board because what's the difference between vikings and space wolves armor and guns so yeah um yeah uh was there any other ones that uh oh okay we're going to dwarves just because uh it's yeah i figured uh, <laughs> i figured as much and, hey, and they do look cool too yeah any, anyone who's listened to us for any sort of uh amount of time knows that if there's a, a dwarf listed somewhere i have to go look at it look at their dwarven uh, airship down at the bottom i mean you, you'll you'll see some of the buildings and towers and and the beds and stuff like that the furniture but the dwarven airship looks amazing um uh, i'm looking more at the uh the uh the 20 mil uh ironclad yeah the ironclad looks nice too so a hundred and two dollars for the stl actually oh, that no, might oh no, that's no that's um you get that uh printed yeah so yep you're right i, I was about to be like that's a bit expensive for an stl file you might be right those might be uh but, oh yeah, yeah it's probably from the the, the five dollars for like the the car and for the going back to the vikings is probably if you wanted at a 15 mil scale you got five and a half bucks so yeah you're probably right that's probably not the stl file that's probably for the actual piece which still isn't i mean it, it, look at that ironclad or the um the airship uh depending on how big the airship is um i want to say the um lords of cauldron uh age of sigma army they have a flying ship that i want to say is like 80 90 bucks so i mean it's not this too one, far off they've got dimensions for the airship and it's just over 14 inches long eight inches wide and 11 and a half inches in height oh hell so that's huge that, that's a good sized airship for yeah, 28 I'm, mil. I'm pulling up uh, Lords of Cauldron right now over on another win 
Mundo, or sorry, Calderon Overlords. My bad. Um, and we'll do it high to low. Um, why did it default to Australia? I don't live in Australia. I, I don't know. And the Ironclad is 17 inches in length, just over nine inches in width, and just over six inches in height. It's the Ironclad that's, itself. That's a huge chunk of a gaming surface. If you're looking at that. Okay, so Calderon Overlords. Search it from high to low. The big one is $140. And I guarantee you it's not as big 14, 14 inches long um it's maybe maybe eight inches long it's i don't know it's it's the size of a uh, uh imperial knight titan base which is about yay so yeah i guess 153 bucks for something printed you get you know for that size that's 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 good deal yeah you, i mean um uh, what else we got here let's look at the space cyberpunk because i guarantee you that's a star wars terrain too yeah you could it's also it could be used for infinity as well um i was trying to placate towards you and your game there so i know i appreciate it i appreciate it <laughs> but you're right uh looking at this stuff they've got some stuff that are very oh, tatooine style just, down at the if, bottom well if, if you scroll down there's sci-fi vaporators i'm sorry that's what yeah. moisture farmers have yep exactly <laughs> yeah and then the rounded domes are what you typically see it on some of the tatooine stuff so yeah i mean very easily well, there's a lot of it too Ooh, lunar craters sandworms hmm, I wonder oh, and that's from. and that specifically says for star wars legion yeah nice this is a good little find what else we got oh furniture and props uh sarcophaguses message boards wooden cages Cactus furniture plants uh an arcane workstation i'm gonna click on the arcane workstation that is really cool it does look cool all the sci-fi steampunk ish uh, yeah i was gonna say it's very victorian steampunk yeah not sci-fi you're right obviously but it's yeah it's very much steampunk victorian well, sci-fi falls into it's it's it can not, a little bit it's not modern sci-fi it's it's historical sci-fi yeah I'll, I'll i'll let you slide on that oh hey you can get cactuses yeah i saw that oh you get a little pot belly uh, uh wood stoves too yeah and you got library furniture for different interior That's buildings just... trebuchets catapults um this is also yeah this is a cool looking little site so they also yeah. have so the the new click style terrain for D D tiles they have a whole section for that too called the building tiles open lock and they have a ton of different wall segments and, and stuff like that that you could use for the various open lock systems that Ooh, are out there. Kind of build your own dungeon as you go kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. I actually have a couple of sets that uh, WizKids puts out and they're actually pretty fun. But seeing something like this that you could say, I want a couple of these, I want a couple of those, a couple of traps like this and build your own dungeon out however you want without having to get the standard, oh, I'm just going to get a, a standard dungeon set. Yeah. And come I, on I, here and build whatever you wanted for whatever scenario you're going to have. Yeah, I, I've got one of those, like it, it was one of the original like dungeon set kind of thing. Things. It was, I picked it up in like 2004. I still have them. They're big, heavy. They they are modular, but they're nowhere near as modular as this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. What do we got for ships? Oh, that's cool. Get yourself a little pirate raft or an actual little rowboat. Yep, that frigate down at the bottom. That just uh, looks awesome. Uh, yeah, I was going to say right next to it is the elven uh, dragon ship. Yeah, that one looks pretty cool too. That looks pretty awesome. With all the oars sticking out and the fine-looking fine tree masts. That is really cool. So yeah, it's just something I stumbled on when I was just looking for 15 mil scale walls. <laughs> Stone walls to be exact. Good, good so. stumble. Check out the post-apocalyptic real quick. Oh, oh, go to the post 
post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Got impaled skeletons, sandbag walls. Abandoned cars, cargo plane, tail section that's now a terrain piece for Gaslands. Or Some... or uh, 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 what's that game Bruce is working on? Entropy City? Yeah, you could use some of this stuff for that. I mean, because look, they got, they got jump, they got ramps that he could fit into it. Bruce, use this for uh, Entropy City and then you'll have to design uh, jumping too. Yeah. <laughs> You, 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 can, you can yell at me later for that. <laughs> uh, no, that is a great little find. Ooh, there's a painted section. It doesn't really show much. I didn't see, when I clicked on that earlier, it didn't bring up anything. So they may be working on that. I don't know. Um, Maybe it's a, uh, uh, you order something like, something like this, you know, is, is painted. Have them painted up. That's probably true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my God. Socks, socks. Go to sci-fi ancient aliens. Third row down. Stargate. Yeah. <laughs> that is totally a Stargate. Oh my God that is so cool. I mean, and, and as far as sci-fi goes, like I love how the whole premise of Stargate just really took off. And like, we were, we were nothing in the whole grand scheme of, you know, space travel and everything to, Hey, we're going to build a bunch of really big ships with the help of uh, this other ancient alien race that decided we're okay. And um, continue to be the jerks that we have been. Yeah. Go to the tribal one. Tribal one's pretty cool too, because you could turn this into like an orc camp or a goblin camp of, of some sort for D and D or, or even Warhammer or uh, uh or, uh, yeah, uh, the lizard men, like you've got a mini of. You could get some of this and you good, know, good get, you. get the entire army and then you have a display board for it too. But I mean, some of these are pretty cool because they got a whole wall, uh, ramparts and a gate section and some towers. Oh, the tribal house. Yeah. That looks so amazing. With all the, the skeletons and the. Oh, hell yeah. Very cool. Um, yeah, good find on that, Socks. That is a, that is a hell of a good find. So, oops, there we go. I clicked the wrong thing. Alrighty. Uh, that'll do it for. For hobby time and, and, and or not uh, news and indie, let's do into uh, dream blue crying paint socks yes what have you been doing so with my american civil war set that i got i got some split rail fences and uh i had some uh i ordered some rivers and road sets and mdf style kits and this is why this is why i asked you what would be best to uh cut mdf with because it came with the extra the side pieces and i was just like oh "Oh, that would be perfect to use for split rail fences did you make those i did i just made them today so yeah i just i got four sets of these i had enough uh fence pieces to build four of those for my civil war game and flocked them up, painted them, and then uh, put some little uh, bushes on them. So that's what I've been up to today. So. That's flocking amazing. I agree. What are you been up to? Uh, I spent probably a collective total of eight to nine hours looking for a mount to attach oh, yeah, a mac- GoPro. to attach a macro lens so I can do close-ups a little better. And everything wants it to use the waterproof case, which I want to use the media mod, so I have this. Yeah. And everything else clamps onto the lens right here. Well, the profile of this lens is much shorter than normal than the four, the five, the six, the seven, the nine, the ten, and eleven. This is the only model with the low profile lens. So all the other options to clamp directly on here won't work. Don't work. Has to use a waterproof case. I did find, I did find a uh, company. They make one that attaches here and it has, it just sits over. Sits over on top of it. The lens, yeah. So um, that mount was a little pricier than I had hoped. And it's a 
67 millimeter lens size so also a little bigger than i was hoping for too yeah but it's still there's still a lot of options for different macro lenses so um then i spent a good part of the day uh cleaning when i say cleaning i threw out sprues because what am i using these sprues for nothing nothing like some of these sprues like gray plastic right when i pulled them off the shelf they were brown because they were covered in so much dust <laughs> So if it's if it's been sitting that long covered in that much dust, you don't I don't need it anymore. I don't need it. If, if I haven't needed it in the last five years, I won't need it in the next five months. Yeah. So uh, I spent a lot of time uh, uh, cleaning and clearing today. Um, I, I have finalized plans on building a new bench for here nice. and how to do game storage over here. And I just it's it's that type of year though where you know I can do things to the house now. So yeah, the house is now frozen tundra. Yeah, so the house is back to taking press on, on um, all the other stuff again so yeah um, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, redoing the, the hobby bench here because uh, after having this set up for a while with the, the furniture I've decided that I should have gone with my initial instinct and had it curving the other way coming from my left hand side because I'm using this hand to move and do other things with because this is the one I'm doing the detail with having this right here this arm can't do anything it just sits here I and I'm having to put the brush down grab something move something so when I do that I want to flip it around so that it comes this way so that I can reach and grab and move with my right arm a little easier. Yeah. Uh, instead of having one shelf with a cover, I plan on having three shelves. And I have a, a clever a clever idea on how to store my, store my uh, airbrush and compressor nice. so that I can easily pull it out and use it, but it's not taking up space on the tabletop. So, uh, yeah, right? Yeah. Because, you know, for, as, as much as I love my airbrush, it takes up a lot of space for as little as I use it. So, um... And then, of course, you know, I, I, I have been looking at uh, 3D printers here just because the, the, the organizer literally fits all of my needs, especially after seeing what JP was printing and uh, looking that they have a like a metallic fabric that you can embed in the tray. So it's yeah. a magnetized uh, slide like it literally fits all of the, the boxes I need for miniature storage and miniature transport. So, yeah, another thing I, I stopped by Hobby Town USA today uh, to look at some because you noticed on my yeah get a better angle you notice on my sprues they're up on the, they're up on a little bit of a lip where the feet are yeah so i was looking for some uh terrain paint type stuff that i could mold down on top of that smooth it out so i could when i do the, the flocking and stuff like that it's not to have this little yeah lip. um they sell liquid uh mask at hobby town oh nice so i might have to pick up a bottle here so we can finish our one mini that we're, we're taking your break on because that idea that of uh trying to figure out those stink up feathers oh 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 uh micro mask yeah yep yeah no uh yeah micro mount here i'll show you got a really good example of it going yeah i think you showed me already but yeah well no it's, uh, it's a lot easier to see so here's a custody bike i've only done one side of it because i'm masking off yeah the muffler so it stays silver when i uh, uh candy these so that they're gold yep so and it, it's you paint it on and it literally just peels off it is amazing stuff yeah i saw a bottle up there so i'll like i said i'll probably pick it up uh here soon so we can maybe restart that we'll see how bruce is doing too because he may be ready to for a break too who knows is so, it this is it this stuff right here it wasn't it was a different brand but it was the same kind of concept so um that's about it really um i, I i've kind of moved stuff around um i've I'm, i've pulled down a bunch of stuff i'm good i think i'm gonna force myself to put more things together so they can at least go into the the storage cases i already have or not sit in boxes anymore yeah um <laughs> so i guess we're gonna go move on to 
talk nerdy to me. Some, some game talk? Some game talk. Yes, we are talking about... What did Bruce put in here? The Space Station rules for Drop Fleet. Ah, it is the Space Station rules for Drop Fleet. Uh, Let's see. Can I get this changed real quick? Um, See how good I am at this, folks. And then window capture. There we go. All right, Fleet Space Stations. Uh, So, yeah, uh, Drop Fleet Commander has really, really pushed out the uh, the space stations. Uh, back when the game first launched, one of the, the first releases after the initial like Kickstarter and the fleet boxes and stuff like that was the uh, space station box, which was like 50 bucks and you could build a what? A, lot. a dozen? Depending on how big you wanted them. Yeah. I mean, I I, ha- I built, no, I, did I build them or did I have Michelle build mine? I think Michelle built, did yours. I think built, yeah, Michelle built and painted some for me and I got out of that one box two or three large ones, uh, about the same number of medium ones and like five or six small ones. And so I got close to a dozen of yeah. different sizes. And then, uh, Beast, that one kit. yeah. And then beasts of war. I mean, they, they used more than one kit, but they made that mega space station. That was like, it was Babylon five and it was Pretty like, much. you know, a couple feet long, you know, so but had now, ships docked to it. Yep. And that, that was just, you know, essentially UCM stuff. You could kind of argue some PHR, but now we do have some scourge. We do have shows and we do have uh ucm specific stations so yeah actually uh, all five factions because we went over the other two that's right yeah we went over some of the resistance ones which you know i don't disagree with how they did those because you know the resistance would have found a way to use those chassis as a ship instead of mm-hmm. a space station so um we're gonna start with a small space station uh small space station has a scan of six signature four zero thrust eight hull armor of three three plus point defense of five hard point this station may take one option from the space station armament list. The station may be upgraded with one of the following options. An astrobotanical lab for 30 points or a defense grid for 80 points. Yeah, so I, I think that makes like the the resistance rules where it's like you can kind of customize your ships because they throw everything together. I like the idea of just doing that with space stations too, just because not all space stations are the same. Like if you look at Star Trek, you know, where, you know, galaxy class ships all look the same and all everything looked the same. Even space stations were drastically different yep. in the Star Trek universe. Star Wars, phew, you know, so I mean, it makes sense that even for a game like this, that they're going to be different and um, uh, what's the word? Mission, um, mission, generic, mission, yeah, mission specific designed. So, but before we go into in, into the different other styles, they're, they're, they have some rules on here. So, fleet as part of your fleet list, you can build or you can add one of these space stations to your fleet uh, by paying the costs and add it to your normal fleet roster. Uh, and then when you during deployment of setting up the board, you can put your your uh, space station anywhere at least 12 inches away from your deployment zone, six inches away from any cluster space station or board edge, and three inches away from your field. And once it's placed, it's, it's it stays there for the entire game. Hence the reason why uh, when George went over the, the thrust uh, movement of the small space station, it doesn't move at all. But then on your turn, um, you can activate it just like you would a normal battle group. So it's kind of nice. It gives you that, that option to, of activating your, your station instead of activating a, a group of ships. Because you may not want to activate a group of ships if you have a space station, you may want to have them. If they don't have a space station, it almost gives you a pass option to not have to activate one of your groups of, of ships. Right, yeah, for sure. So, but then your fleet space stations can gain or lose spikes as 
if they were a ship, so they have that same rule, um, different weapon options or stuff like that, or some of the, the Astro Botanical Lab, for example, um, that helps. So going on to the medium space station. Uh, which, small- which, real quick, uh, yep. it's also worth noting that the small space station is an orbital satellite yep. for 30 points, if yep. I miss that. So go uh, ahead on the medium there, Sox. The medium is considered an orbital hub for 55 base points. Uh, has a six-inch scan, six-inch signature. Again, zero-inch thrust, hole of 12, three-plus armor, eight-point defense, and it can take up to two options from the armament list, and then can be upgraded with one, with as a astral botanical lab. For th- your your audio is cutting out, dude. Okay, is that better? I don't. So go, uh, you were. I think you were talking about uh, the hard points. Yeah, I'll just go back. So the medium space station is considered an orbital hub for 55 points. Has a six-inch scan and a six-inch signature. Uh, zero thrust, hole of 12 points, three-plus armor, eight-point defense, and can take two options from the armament list. It can also be taken or upgraded as an astral botanical lab for 30 points and a defense grid for 80 points. And we have a large. Which is a, an orbital city. That's 90 points. Uh, Six-inch scan, eight-inch sig, zero thrust, 16 hull, armor, three points, three plus, uh, and 12-point defense. It has three optional hard points. And this station may be upgraded with two of the following. Uh, astral botanical lab for 30 and defense grid for 80. So, um, yeah, and there's obviously some of the various different types of configurations you can have for your stations. And then we get into the hard points or what you can put on the hard points. So for 15 points, you've got a laser armament, which is a lock of three up to attack, one damage, front side rear, burn through four with flash. Uh, 10, 10 points is a mass driver armament, three plus, two attacks, one damage, front side rear, nothing special about it. And then for five points, a missile armament, which is also three plus, four attacks, one damage, front side rear, close action. Uh, structures, one, up to one of the each may be taken. Uh, cost for 10 points is a deep space tracking and 15 points for a scanner uplink. So, deep space tracking. This space station is equipped with an extremely laundering scanners, allowing you to detect enemy fluctuations from deep space. While these systems usually ignore low-key signals, boosted signatures are treated with a high priority. When the space station targets enemy ships, spikes on those ships have doubled their normal effect. So a minor spike increases the ship's signature by 12, and a major spike increases it by 24 when targeted by this space station. And that's for 10 points. It's not bad. That is not bad, especially if you uh, dump some points onto uh some laser armament uh that that increases the effective range of what so 12 plus 6 uh 18 to uh 30 inches holy smokes uh considering the board is only 48 by 48 yeah um that's worth it and especially if you you deploy beyond 12 inches yep. on the board you're, you're able to shoot them as they come onto the board if, if they have the spike if they have if the they, spike. yeah you're, you're right you're right if they have the spike but i mean the the limas that do the active scan for the UCM, ping. Oh, you 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 just have a spike because. Okay. Yeah. Oh, look, I can see from thirty inches away. Let me hit you with a couple of burn throughs. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. You want you want to do the uh, scanner uplink? Yeah. So the scanner uplink again for fifteen points. Uh, this, this station scanners are fitted with an uplink that can relay information to nearby ships at a moment's notice. This space station scan range is increased by three inches. In addition, friendly ships within three inches of one or more space stations with this special rule increase their scan range by three. This special rule ceases to function while 
while this space station is controlled by an enemy player. So you could have a, a, a one of those normal standard space stations out there that's part of the scenario and and add these to it. For example, that'd be a fun scenario. Um, having well, that standing up. Like- do, do you remember that uh that one scenario where you had a space station on the extreme left and the extreme right, and whenever you controlled one of those, you didn't have to be next to it, but whenever you controlled it, you got three additional inches to your scan range. Yep. Which the last thing you would want a Shaltari player to do is get one of those space stations or both or <sighs> that was a very short game for my opponent um <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> but yeah um, uh yeah that's that's a really cool rule um to just you know make additions to the game um i think it's cool i don't know if it's good for the game though because again you know specifically for the shaltari faction giving I that see. faction any sort of scan bonus is is just bad and terrible for the gameplay in my opinion granted you have to be you have to stay within three inches of the ship but that means more station keeping is going to happen on Shaltari side. Okay, so I can see. So, what's your signature on a on a PHR ship? Uh, six inches normally. Okay, so six inches, right? Okay, let's say you have a minor spike, so that's another six inches. So you're at 12, twelve. So I'm already at twelve, right? So there's twenty four inches. Oh, I I'm next to one of these stations, so I've got another three. That's you're not even going to have you're not even going to have a chance to shoot at that ship as I'm sitting there just taking pot shots at you. Yeah, again, especially if you deploy the scourge. Thing. Yeah, scourge. You UCM, sort of PHR, uh, resistance, they can all benefit from this. Shaltari should not be allowed to have this, period, because they already have such an advantage with the scan as it is. Having taken advantage of it, I literally destroyed a guy in two turns because I could shoot that much further. Yeah, And that was just, that, that was just only available in that one scenario. Now we're getting the option of throw it on any space station. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Uh, what's the scenario where it's like you got, you know, space station, you know, you know north, south, south, east, and west, right? You know, every one of those has that oh i'm a shaltari player i'm gonna zoom up to this first one hey now i can shoot stuff before they're even next to their space station yeah yeah so that that's my complaint and and, and this is not me you know like I, i'm not fanboying and like you know like yeah this is awesome for shaltari no this is the worst thing for shaltari um yeah now, I can see that. so here's the 30 point uh astro botanical greenhouse edition which looks signature, cool by the way yeah it, it does it looks very cool uh signature bloom it takes a lot of power to run a botanical station and the organic readouts is it produces are overwhelming to ship sensors in practice any ships close by are very effectively screened from scans unless their own power signature outweighs the station itself the only way to stop this is to get in and switch off the hydroponics so this already just from this description seems like a really cool thing friendly ships within six inches of the space station are hidden within this bloom enemy ships targeting these ships uh wait enemy ships targeting these hidden ships ignore any minor spikes with majoring measuring range however major spikes are still used as normal uh this rule ceases to function when the space station is controlled by an enemy player so this is cool right here this this allows you to have kind of like some leeway of yeah i'll go ahead and do that and give myself a minor spike i'm next to the space station doesn't matter phr would love these things oh oh i'm sure just park right there next to it bring our broadside to bear and just open fire oh minor spike i don't care yeah um and it's 30 points like that is a good tactical 30 points yeah, agreed. Um, that's that's almost too good. I, how I don't know about too good for three points. Um, 
again, as a Shultari player, the other factions need all the advantages they can get when, you know, trying to determine range against Shultari. So, uh, be able to negate out six inches. That's pretty solid. Yep. Um, God, could you imagine Shultari negating out six inches on a, on a, on a scan, you know, with their issues too? Their skin. Yeah. So their skin, well, their skin is already what? Three or four. The, the, their signature. Oh, their signature. Sorry. Their signature. Uh, it's already pretty low until they turn on the power, uh, the, the shields. Yeah. It's like three and I think it's three and six or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. So or, 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 pretty much, I don't know. I, I don't have my rule book handy anymore because it's kind of packed off in the corner, but yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Um, oh, oh, this guy looks cool. Yeah. The defense uh, grid. So yeah, for 80 points, you can get a massive amount of, uh, weaponry with it. So you can get a 35, uh, KL quad mass driver, which is, and you get all these weapons for, uh, as a defense grid. So the mass driver has a lock of three plus attack zero damage four front side rear fusillade of four so pretty much get four attack weapons when you just fire him alone or when you go weapons free and then you get 9ks mass driver which is a two lock two plus lock four attack one damage front side rear you got two of those no special rules on either one and then you got the 18 missiles which is three plus you got and you have two of these as well three lock six attack one damage each front side rear close action so some pretty heavy firepower uh on this coming from this defense grid and so, so so real quick here socks let's do this quick math a small space station is 30 points. Add a defense grid. We're at 110 points. Yep. Add the uh deeper armor. No, the add the deep space tracking, which increases the spike range. So we're at a we're at 100, we're at 120 points, and then you can bring all of this to bear too. Oh, oh, and let's not forget that small station has one hard point, so you could add a burn through laser to that too. Yeah. Um, that's a pretty cheap little, you know, stay that's out the, of my orbit. That's your average price of a cruiser. Yeah, and, and the lock values on all these. Three ups, two ups, two ups. Bruce isn't gonna miss much. <laughs> I still miss miss fifty percent. He'll miss a few. He'll miss a few. But yeah, uh, eight shots on two up. <laughs> Right, that's that is worth it right there. Then, like, what what do we got here? Uh, 12, 16 12. essentially, sixteen shots at a three up essentially. Yeah, yeah. If you're at close action, yeah. Like that's well, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is close action, huh? Because you, yeah. those missiles are close yeah, action, yeah. but but still. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so yeah. Okay, so you got you know uh, that fusillade four at uh you know your full four range. damage a piece. At, at, yeah, at, at uh lock of three. So and if you, and if you hit, you're doing four damage each. That, that's that's a nasty mass driver. Now we're getting into some of the uh, the faction specific stuff. This is this is what I've been kind of um, really excited about, you know, especially for the Shaltari because we've been seeing the pictures of now we, to, now we can see what each one does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So first up here we have a UCM defense hangar. Uh, it's a small space space station. It's sixty points. Uh, it's a SCADA six signature four zero thrust. You know, let's not even talk about thrust because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, yep. Eight hole, three attacks, two point defense. Special is long. Launch, can launch four fighters and bombers. Uh, then its uh, next counterpart for the same price is a munitions platform. Um, it is six, four, eight hull, three attack, two point defense with launch. Oh, it's got um, four torpedoes. Yeah. And the torpedoes are thrust of nine, lock of two up, attack of four, two damage each. So, so you can only launch two a turn because you've got two tubes that can launch, but you're limited to two each on each of those tubes. So in a sense, you got four torpedoes that you can launch two per turn. Right. You- and 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 the, and the stats on those are they're not too terribly bad so no uh next you want to talk about 
the Scourge ones? Yes. So you got the Scourge Ephraya, which is a 65 points for a small space station. You got a uh, six inch scan for its signature eight inch hole or eight hole armor of three plus three point defense. And you got an Oculus Ward. So it's a four plus lock, three attack, two damage, front side, rear, close action, and scald. So don't get anywhere near this thing. So Scourge stuff has scald? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got the uh, Nematocyst for 85 points. It's a small space station as well. 12-inch uh, scan, 6-inch signature. Again, 8-inch hole, or 8-hole, eight, 3-plus eight plus, three plus armor, 3-point defense. That is a Volcano Lance for 3-plus lock, 2-attack, two 2-damage, two front side, rear, bloom, burn through 8, and flash. So you're going to get a spike, but you're going to burn the heck out of your, your opponent. With soft. What's the most important thing about this, though? 2-damage piece. No, look at that scan range. That is Shaltari scan range. That is true. As a Scourge player, you're going to love these. <clears throat> That is that is straight up Shaltari, like everything Shaltari has. This is this is that, and then you've got you know a three up two attack burn through eight. That is two damage. Eight, yeah, you, you eight by potentially, points. Potentially do sixteen points of damage on this from this thing, especially with a lock of three up. Three up, you're gonna you're gonna potentially get some critical hits going through and a, and a long string of critical hits. So and then with the PHR, these are considered large space stations for both of these. You got the PHR defense for 105 points, 145. Sorry. sorry. Yeah, sorry. Sorry to, the, sorry to the viewers. I was uh, see, like, so the the UCM and the Scourge, those are all small space stations. So uh, yep. moving on to the PHR Halo, yeah, this is you know, a, a, yeah, a large space station. So 145 points. Uh, Orbital Spire is its name. Uh, you've got an eight-inch scan, six-inch signature, uh, sixteen hole points, three-plus armor, eight-point defense. You've got a quad supernova laser, which is three-plus lock, four attack, one damage, front side, rear, burn through of twelve. Nice and flash. <laughs> and then you got a station turret ring, um, which is a four plus lock, six attack, one damage, front side, rear, close action. The turret ring has a special rule. When you make an attack with this weapon, roll once and apply the rule to all enemies in range. I so want one of these things. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, 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 I want one now. So if you statistically look at it, right? So ones, twos, and threes miss. Yeah. Four and five hit, six is crit. So you have the potential of two hits at a crit every time you attack and okay. so every ship within that close range of eight inches eight inches that's that's pretty good i like this one this that one is, i'm ordering soon <laughs> that's pretty good like oh like some some close action weapons are kind of hit and miss this, this is, is right up there with that um the shaltari bombardment that's bombardment or close action like this is right up there with that that's good on top of the fact of oh yeah i've got three burn up. through of 12 yeah burn through 12 good your opponent's gonna fall asleep while you're rolling that many dice yeah so the other one the other option that you can take is the uh again 145 points for it uh same stats uh as, as the primary uh station but instead of the supernova laser you got neutron missile so two plus attack 2d3 plus two attack two damage each front side rear crippling and close action and then again it has a station turret ring just like the, the, the other one above so uh either one of these is gonna be nasty because you can either take the 12 inch burn through or you can take crippling close action weapons from the neutrons. So you're either going to have a minimum of four shots or a maximum of six, eight, eight, eight. eight. So four to eight. So we'll say six on average on a two up dealing two damage. With crippling. Oh, oh but it is only close action. It's so. only close 
direction, so that's its only downside. But still, yeah. that's, that's anywhere between 8 and 16 damage that's crippling. I'd, I'd still have to go with the... um The, the, first, the, the first one? Yeah, the, uh, the, uh, the defense the halo. halo. J- that burn through, just especially if, you know, let's pair it again with... Oh, wait, can we? No, we might not be able to. I was going to say, can we? Can you add on the... Um, bio- that's, that's something I that I'd... I, I, I'm going to say no, we can't, because all of that is part of, you know, the the astrobotanical lab, the defense grid, the That's small... That's part of your, your kit-bashing space stations that yeah, you're going to yeah. build. Yeah, so so forget the thought I was going to have, but could you imagine if you could add the um, the deep space tracking? TT Combat, let us know if you can add all that stuff to these uh, faction-specific... I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no, I'm almost in agreement with you, too, but TT Combat should come out and say that somewhere so that people aren't... For 10 points, you cannot, for 10 points, add deep space tracking to that PHR burn through to increase its range from anywhere from 6 to 12 inches. You cannot do that. But then we also have some PHR small space stations as well. So uh, we got the orbital picket for 75 points, six inch scan, four inch signature, nine inch or nine hole. I don't know why I'm saying nine inch. Uh, three plus accuracy or armor, <coughs> four point defense. It has, this one has neutron missiles. So it doesn't have, it's a D3 plus two instead of a D2 D3 plus two, but the, the stats are the same. And again, it has that station turret rack, but it's a uh, three attack instead of six. And then you have the orbital outpost, again, 75 points this one has the triple supernova laser plus lock three attack one damage front side rear burn through nine and flash as well so these space stations the phr is going to be nasty um so especially those larger ones i I really like those larger ones i don't know i i I think you'll get more utility out of the um the orbital the small ones there's 75 points you can fit more of them in your list and spread them out because i mean a burn through 12 let me let me look at them both at the same time here because this is a, a four up three attack Attack, burn through nine versus a three, three lock or attack. attack. So you're losing three burn through for and a higher lock and a lower attack. Mm. It's, it's almost equal odds right there. Almost. Yeah, but you can take two of these for five points more. True. And then you could have them spread out and like you know essentially create a kill zone. Like you know you can have them angle like focus here or you can go over here, go over here versus this you know this large one. It's gonna sit there. It's gonna be a target and be targeted versus you got to that, that that's my theory and logic behind that now it's a good point don't get me wrong i think they're both great stations um all right so let's get on to the wow so the first thing that caught my eye is it says large space station and it's as much as the small phr space stations points wise so yeah. for, for 75 points we have the shaltari anchor it is a large space station it has a scan of 12 a signature of six slash one e so it has passive countermeasures meaning you can't crit it but you can see it from just about anywhere on the board has a hole of 12. That's pretty good for a Shaltari, in my opinion. Yeah, um, it has a 4-up uh, countermeasure uh, base and with shields, meaning you get a roll of 4-up on a crit and stop it, with a point defense of 12. Then you have Void Gate 0, it looks like. Uh, void Space Anchor. Enemy ships starting their activation within 6 inches of the space station may only go on station-keeping orders, regardless of whether they're able to take special orders or not, and regardless of what special orders the battle group has taken. I don't like this. <laughs> I'm stuck there for the rest of the game. <laughs> well, don't no, you try these things. That is 
Wicked. Wait, so so you can't move away from it then either. Until you destroy this thing, it's staying put. Wow. As from what with, I'm reading. With 12 hull and freaking shields? Oh my god. That's that's nasty. Um 75 points. You yeah, can take two of, you can take two of these and place them out near the middle of the board wherever. We can't go past the board, the middle of the board. Yeah. At, at least create a uh what six and six, so twelve, uh a twenty-four inch gap in the middle of the board where you can't go through it. Dude, the, the depending on depending on where other things are set up because there's those stipulations of where you can put stuff based on the, the but still that's if you get two of these that's you're you're almost right it's about 24 inches that you're gonna block up there yeah you, yeah you're gonna create a uh two 12 inch circles with the potential of 24 inches across of you can't send a ship through oh god that could screw up um anybody <laughs> well no i think like uh uh drop ships going into atmosphere and stuff nope you gotta do station keeping sorry uh yeah and then and in reality too it's like give this a uh you know make this a target so that everyone has to focus on this and you can sit there with your your sniper you know particle right. ships or just, you know just, gotta, just be like okay get rid of this ship get rid of this ship get rid of well this just and it's it's gonna be able to take a pounding with the 12 with the uh 12 hole there's one scenario in mind that i can think of where these things could be nasty moon the shot moon. where you, the moon the one oh with the big moon in the middle <laughs> you're not gonna be able to fly anywhere on the board because you can't fly through the moon you're gonna put those things on the side to block off the other flanks and they won't be able to go anywhere until they should kill the, both of these things i i foresee that six inches becoming like three inches or something yeah I, that is nasty or or it gets a special of rare one yeah um but we're gonna go next on the list which is the uh the shaltari shuriken uh it is also a large oh my god i just read the weapon uh it is also a large space station this is 150 points so that's quite the escalation 75 to 150 for the same size but um 12 inch scan 6 and 20 12 hull 4 and 4 12 point defense nothing special about it um for its weapon it has disintegrator banks which are a 3 up block 8 attacks 1 damage arc is an asterisk nothing special about it disintegrator bank instead of the normal arc shaltari shurikens have their own arcs a shuriken has 5 arcs each 72 degrees the easiest way to define these arcs is to follow the line of the adjacent vertical veins measuring from the flight stand as normal follow the arcs when shooting instead of the normal firing arc rules the shuriken's disintegrator bank can be fired up to five times per round but each must be in a different arc oh my gosh if someone has a major spike that's 24 inches and you're rolling 40 dice well no well not a, not in one from one what? arc but because you can fire out of each arc each turn that's 40 dice that you're shooting from your entire station on a three up on a three up <laughs> which and i have argued that the disintegrator bank is probably the best ranged weapon in this game of any faction because it hits on threes so once and two misses you're hitting on threes and fours Critic on fives and sixes. And you get eight dice? Yeah, uh, that's one arc. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh, this is here's a terrible thought. You use an anchor to divert the flow of traffic into the arc of the shirk. Plug the other one. <laughs> Plug the shirk in with the, on the other one on the other side. Oh my gosh, that'd be nasty. Yeah, put it right next to or put them next to each other. It's just like so you can't take out my anchor because my shuriken is taking you out first. Yeah. Um, this is these are ridiculous, I think. Um, I don't see how they could unless they reduce the number of attacks or anything. Like this shuriken or is still the points. Or yeah, increase the points. But yeah, the shuriken is so basic and there's a total of five different arcs in theory, it's eight shots, whatever. Just you know, it's simple, it's straightforward. Oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> 
because depending on how you line up, the enemy lines up their ships, you could you could take out half of half a battle group in one one go, half a group if they get if we got one ship here and one ship here and mm-hmm. it's splitting the arc. Yeah, based on how they place their ships, you could you could wipe out a group or half a group. You you could put a serious hurting on one. I mean, four, forty shots in a round. You know, even if you have to split that up against five different things, that's a lot of shots. Uh, for a hundred and fifty points. Yeah, that is. I don't like that one. I don't like either of your large stations. <laughs> well, oh, we got some small ones coming up. So I know that. Uh, here we have a Shaltari Gate Station. This is also this is seventy five points. That first large station is as much as this small station. Yeah. That that's that's got to be a typo. As, um. Yes, Louis. Louis, is that a typo? I want to say that anchor please, needs to be one hundred fifty points. Please clarify. Is, is this actually seventy five points? Because that that seems ridiculous. So, anyways, back to the Shaltari Gate Station, which is a small um uh space station this has a scan of four inches that's that's very short for shaltari uh it has a sig of six slash 18 so again it has active countermeasures 10 hull four up four point defense uh charged aura six up lock four attacks one damage front side of your close action uh it has a gate value with a launch of two uh this gate station's gates may only be used while you can control it so i can land on this and you can't use it anymore awesome i like that idea right um yeah, so that's a that's just a yeah that that anchor has got to be a, a a misprint on the points since these are this one's also um seventy five points. Small hook, yeah. Uh, Shaltari grav hook, uh, seventy five points. Uh, again, four inch scan, six and 18, 10 hull, four and four point defense four. Gravity manipulator. Friendly ships moving out of the space station's scan range measure their movement from the edge of this space station's scan range. Enemy ships moving out of the space station scan range measure their movement from the space station the special rule ceases to function while you do not control the station so this gives you an extra four inches of movement if you're shaltari yeah it's it's kind of interesting how like it is okay so the shaltari have a gate space station makes complete sense uh they have a they have a space station that's going to make anything within its range turn into a cloud of uh dust but then the other two space stations manipulate space travel around it either giving the shaltari a range boost for movement or uh, hindering and stopping an opponent ship uh, completely. Yeah. Well, this one, the graph hook also decreases an enemy ship's movement by four inches pretty much because we measure from the space station when we're moving out for this graph hook. Mm-hmm. So you guys get a four inch boost. We get a four inch. Oh, yeah. On our range, on our movement range. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, sense. Yeah. It really manipulates the, uh, uh, th- this one and the other one. The other one is, it, that's got to be a typo. It's got to be 150 points. If not, it will be because that's just so broken like yes that. i agree uh, th- that being said though i would probably still drop the points on two of those and shut down half the board for for enemy travel yeah and put, put a shuriken right in the, right in between them <laughs> you're just mean <laughs> uh, but i can see you doing it <laughs> have you not heard what i've done with shaltari and disintegrate yes. i love don't get me wrong as much as i love the original particle in triad disintegrator banks were still so much better um and now we're getting into the resistance grand station so so this is a medium station, which and these are the ones I was complaining about. Of they would find a way to use these as an actual like ship instead of using it as a space station. Yeah. So <laughs> the Resistance Grand Station, uh, it's eighty-five points for this one. Eighty-five points for both of them actually. The Grand Station has a six-inch scan, six-inch signature, twelve-hole, three-plus armor, four-point four defense. Has a heavy vent cannon turret for three-plus lock, D three attack, two damage front side rear overcharge 
scald and unstable. And then it has two XN31S mass driver turret pairs. It has a two plus lock, two attack, one damage front side rear, no specials on that one. So um, that vent cannon, yeah, it's a D3 attack, but it's two damage and you can overcharge it. So you can pretty much do double your damage depending on how what you roll. So that, that's pretty nice. Plus you have scald. I was going to say it also has scald. So if they make the mistake of getting within your scan range, that's one off their uh, armor. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what unstable does. Maybe uh, I'd have to look that up. Um, but obviously a detriment to using the weapon for some somehow. And then you have the uh, Astro Botanical. I'm guessing that's an outpost instead of outpost. I'm guessing that's a typo as well. Uh, 85 points. Uh, no, no, it's like that one song. Our post is a very, very fine post. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, again, six-inch scan, six-inch signature, plus armor, point defense. It has the normal vent cannon turret. Other one does. This one has this, uh, just like the Astro Botanical. So friendly ships within six inches of this PlayStation are hidden within the bloom. Enemy ships targeting these hidden ships may ignore minor spikes. When measuring range, minor spikes are still used as normal, and then it ceases to function when it's being controlled by an enemy player. So this is just their. They have an Astro Botanical garden built into this one already. So, so uh, I think it's pretty straightforward um, of the faction space stations. Uh, I think it's pretty straightforward. Which one's the best? Yeah, skirt or uh, Shaltari definitely have the. Uh, I'm, 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 no, I'm going to do the first one. The, uh, the scourge. Uh, uh, nema, 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 oh, you're talking about the the nemesis scan with eight eight burn through. Yeah, that one has a small. That, that's a small space station that has a 12 inch. Name something else for the scourge that has a 12 inch scan. Uh, I don't. I can't think of anything. I because I'm fairly certain there isn't. Yeah. Um, and for it to have a three up lock, two attack, burn through eight on front side rear. And with, flash. You know, with flash. Oh, yeah. With a scan of 12. That is a very, very good space station to take for Scourge, especially at 85 points. Yeah. Oh, also, what's its signature? Six inches. So it, 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 it's one of those things. And this is the advantage that Shaltari have, you know, enjoyed since the game came out of they can see farther than they can be hit from. This space station can reach out and hit and it's not as easy to hit it back. But I think this is something that the Scourge actually needs because... Oh, absolutely. They, absolutely. They, want, you, they want their ships to get within close action range so that they can use their Scald. And so having a space station, it physically helps them not get blown apart by the time their ships get up into well, that range. Of, it can help weaken a capital ship or absolutely. you know support cruisers or whatnot a lot easier. And yeah. you know, if you take out a support ship, you know it has a chance to blow up and deal some damage to that capital ship. And then you know the cycle starts over. Um, yeah. I, I think this is, uh, of the faction space stations, I think this is the best one. Um, followed up by, it's a 50-50 between the uh, PHR defense halo and either one of the small ones. Uh, I think the small ones are, I mean, it allows you to spread out more for the same kind yeah. of and, and And the weapon is just slightly worse. A, a three up to a four up, nine shots instead of 12. I mean, it's just, it's just slightly to spread it out. Yeah. But that being said though too, this big guy right here that I just scrolled back up to, the, the defense halo that burn through is great that is a great station um the shaltari both the large shaltari space stations are absolutely ridiculous especially if the anchor points are right yes which the, 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 those points cannot be right L louis that has to be more points you can't have that space station at that point value period that is too cheap um and the shuriken oh my god the shuriken that's <laughs> That is, oh, that, go ahead. So I've got some space stations I could try these out on, and uh, I'll let you know how they go. I don't have any Shaltari built, but I could pretty much sub them for. I got. I could sub my UCM and PHR for. I'm. I'm for wondering. Whatever. Well, I'm almost wondering. Like, are the is the Shuriken like a completely different uh, uh, station sculpt? 
I think it's the same. Oh, okay. Here, let's do this. I'm going to change the window capture, uh, and I'll send you a link. I'm pulling up TT Combat's website right now. Commander. So if you go to Shaltari Space Station, and the one that looks like the anchor, if you go over all the way to the right, that's the um, Shuriken. Yep, I got it. So it's got. It says it's got five arcs. So it's it's it could shoot 360 on the board. Yeah. So so pretty much take each of those disintegrator banks. That's the center of your arc, but and then goes out to the other five veins, and those are your arcs, pretty much. Those are your 72 degrees that you have. So at, at most, you could hit with two banks on one ship. If they got split directly down the middle yeah, of, of, of the peg, you're right. Yeah. So at, at most, you're going to be able to do 16 shots on a ship, which, that's still a lot at three ups. Um, d- This is a... This is a I'm still going to say the Scourge is the best one. I'm going to say this one is the second best one because this literally is a 360, what am I going to shoot at next kind of thing. Oh, and if you come around me, I can. I don't care. Right, I'm still going to shoot you, and I'm still going to shoot what was over there in the first place because I'm still pointing that direction. Oh, yep. uh, God, this this thing is scary. Like, this right here is a annoying and a, a pain where you can't move away. This thing, you got to destroy that or you got to take it over. You can't let a Shaltari player have that for too long. Agreed. But the, the PHR have the same thing with their turret ring. That's close action, though. It's, you're right. It's close action, but it, it can still do... That, that That turret ring will do a lot of damage, but I agree. You being able to use your 12 or 8-inch or 12-inch... 12-inch. 12-inch scan. 12-inch base scan, plus wherever the signature is, plus any spikes. Yeah, that's true, because I'm all I'm going to get is a base of 8. Right, and, and, and this is... What was it? What did we fit? 80 sh- or 40 shots? 40 shots. 360 degrees around the board with, you know, scan, sig, spike. Anywhere between 18 and 24 inches. That's nasty. Or the Shaltari head-to-head matchup and they put their shields up. That's even further. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So on top of that too, the Shaltari stations, they have the countermeasures too. So yeah, you can see them from 20 inches away, but you're not going to crit them either. With uh, close action. With a four up. With a four up. <clears throat> yeah, that too. That's 50% chance. The Scourge one is still, for, for the points, the Scourge one is still the best. I think the Shuriken is second best, uh, followed by either your Defense Halo or the Orbital Pickets, the the small ones for the PHR. Yeah, yeah. probably that, uh, probably the Outpost, just because of the burn-through that you have. Yeah. Grant, granted, those Neutron Missiles would be nice, but, but again, that's close action, so you are you're, you can't do anything until they get close. So it'll probably yeah. be that Orbital out, Outpost. Uh, not being fully up on the rules, the, the Shaltari don't have tractor beams yet, do they? Because that would make the anchor... Not yet, off. but they pretty much do with the stinking anchor <laughs> well, no, you have the anchor there like oh, i'm gonna use my tractor beam and pull your ship in oh now that's it's pretty much, that's pretty much what the grav hook is doing i can't go as fast going out yeah, yeah yeah but but no like specifically pulling a ship into the anchor's range so that it can only station keep that would be broken yes i agree but anyway. I, I i have like my entire fleet that i can't do anything with because it's all station keeping right I'm now <laughs> Oh, that's when the PHR turns all broadsides and just fires everything at the stinking anchor. No, no, you can only do station keeping. Station keeping allows you to turn. Does it allow you to shoot? I can't. I don't think it does. Does it? I think you, you can shoot one weapon because you're able to turn. Okay. <laughs> so I turn all my broadsides towards it and shoot at the dang thing. <laughs> With my four-up countermeasures? I know, right? <laughs> think a thing? Oh, uh, these, these stations are really cool. I, I honestly think, though, that, that uh, the anchor, the points are, they have to be wrong on that. I, I You cannot have that for, for 75 points. That has to be 150 points at least. Um, That shuriken just, oh, wow. Actually, look at the the, the picture of the um, how the disintegrator bank works now after looking at the space station. It makes complete and total sense. All right. 
right. <clears throat> so back up. I'm looking at the rules, the fleet space stations. Uh, though you may only take a single fleet space station this way. So are they talking about the ones that you can build and mod, or are they taking about talking about any space station? Where, where are you talking? Very top where it says fleet space stations. You may play the points listed to include a fleet space station. Fleet, the fleet space stations exist outside of your normal roster, but you may only take a single fleet space station this way. Are they talking about any space station, whether it's one that you build modular, or is, are they talking about the faction-specific ones too? That's a great question. That's something I think TT Combat needs to clarify because I could see... Um, my guess is it's, it's a single one no matter if you're taking a faction-specific or one that you're going to modular build. Yeah, that that is a great question. I would... So... Uh... Because then you would want... You would just... If you were to... Be able to take two, you'd have one battle group with one station, another battle group is another station that in this gives you two passings because again, you can activate a, a space station as a battle group. It sounds like you might be limited to just taking one space station, which which is good because then you can't create a freaking roadblock with the anchor. Yeah, a roadblock well, with the anchor and then a shirkin in the middle of it, <laughs> like you were talking about earlier. Right? Um, see, I, I, I think there needs to be a lot of clarification on that yet, too, because then it's just like, um, because then that, that just changes like my opinion of the PHR. Uh, you know what I'm doing? Take the defense hill. Sure, it's 145 points. You got that big bird through. Done. Like yeah. the, the orbitals, the the picket and the uh, the outpost, they don't even they don't even come into play then at that point. If you're gonna spend the points, spend the points of the big one, get the bigger gun, get the more whole points. Yeah. Um, I, I I think there needs to be like you know like one large or two small, you know something like like some kind of a clarification on, on yeah the yeah, yeah. Well, it's the same thing like capital ships, right? You can take a dreadnought, right? And you can take all this other stuff, you know you you know. But and like everything, it's like you start the big ship and you move your way out yep. you know you typically have more of the smaller ships i i, I think there needs to be a, a huge rule uh, uh cl- clarification on that of all right you can take one one large maybe two mediums you know or like one, one large uh or, or or medium and then like two small you know yeah some combination uh, something like that yeah because otherwise too that also it, as great as that space station is for the scourge i think that's also very limiting allowing them to only take one then i'm sorry if i'm a scourge player i want two of those okay and, and a scourge player having two of those i don't think that's going to imbalance uh gameplay any at all really maybe for you know you know some ucm and you know you know other scourge and you know some phr shaltari it's not gonna imbalance. it's gonna it's gonna you know it's gonna make the shaltari player actually work hard yeah <clears throat> i mean especially because you're getting a bloom too not only are you giving them a flash but you're getting a, a spike too because you yeah. have bloom so your your signature is going to go up by six inches so it's going to become 12 after you shoot it so yeah i don't think that's gonna that would hurt the scourge player by having two on the board no absolutely Even not that, that bloom spike especially at 85 points i mm-hmm. if you could if you could i would say you know if you could take three take three yeah. i mean but yeah I, I think we need some clarification based on the the, the rule top of like you know only one what, what what does that mean specifically like honestly like why have different sizes that if you can only take one um why have different modularity why why have you know in the case of the the shaltari why have move manipulation and gun platforms um I'll tell you this right now. If I can only have one space station, I'm taking the shuriken. Period. That's 360 shots. All you know, pretty much the the all the way around the board. Yeah. So, alrighty. Uh, let's go on to tournament demos conventions. You know that kind of stuff. You know. That's that. Uh, uh, we have uh, Pasco County Gaming Extravaganza the fifth through sixth of May at Lando Lakes Recreation Center in Florida, USA. That's just down the road from me. Okay. How far away is that from you? Are you Not going? far. But- 
my parents my parents are flying into town on Tuesday. So <laughs> mom and dad, a convention. Yeah, I don't know. Plus we're going to Disney World. How many times have you been to the convention socks? Once. That was okay. Gen Con. Okay. Well, no, like this one. How many times have you been to it? Oh, I, this is the first time I've ever heard of it. Okay, it's zero. How many times have you seen your parents? Lots, but I could go to this one. See, there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> You've never been here. You've seen your parents a lot. Uh, anyways, and then we got they the crows. They don't listen to this, do they? They don't. They don't hate me. No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. Uh, then we got yeah. crows feast. Uh, Kings of War. Kings of War tournament. Yep, twenty seventh of May, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, granted, uh, good thing it's in down in Australia, but it's uh, three rounds of twenty two. Ten dollars for members, fifteen dollars for non-members. It's the Group North Historical War Game Society in Adelaide, uh, Australia. So you got that one coming up uh, just about a month. Operation ID not recognized. Uh, the fourth no. of June, the House of War in Ringwood, Victoria, Australia. Um, then we have PAX Australia coming up the sixth eight of October. Bruce Bruce says he's going to that. Yeah. Uh, per the conversation, his work schedule will change, so that might be a thing for him that he will actually be um, able to attend. Uh, he's he was getting tickets, so I hope he's yeah. getting tickets. And finally, we have Northern King Kong, which is the 24th through 26th of November in Osset, West Yorkshire. Uh, that's 55 pounds. Includes a hot lunch Saturday and Sunday. So um, 55 pounds for the weekend, and they feed you both days. That's that's not too not bad. bad. Especially since the they say hot. True. I mean, it's not like some like you know you know ham and cheese sandwich. It's cold. They're like here, here's your lunch. A bag of chips. Right. Um. Thank you again for uh, tuning in and uh, listening to us or, or watching us uh, talk about stuff and things and stuff uh your support means a lot to us and you can do that by going to www.patreon.com slash getting tabled uh two dollars a month uh gives you early access to the video uh our website is gettingtabled.com we ha we have a domain because of supporters um please continue to support check out the website it's actually pretty decent um most of the activity you'll find about posts about things whether it's a video new podcast whatever you're gonna find that on facebook.com slash getting table uh to find the video edition you go to youtube.com i don't know youtube.com slash getting tabled uh please like and subscribe and you'll get notified of when we put new videos up uh bruce and i uh we were going to fight for who had a video coming out and then bruce's decided no nah, my mine will come out first then his so um i i, I uh I, I made some content and we, we, had, we had lots of content so uh I'm, I'm in the process of getting more content ready to go too so uh check it out subscribe uh you can email us at gettingtabled at gmail.com uh questions comments tournaments uh anything you want us to know about or want to know about you can get a hold of us there uh twitter and instagram at getting tabled and then when he is active not right now um but when he is active bruce has a twitch www.twitch.tv slash jason the bruce uh he's going to be casual tell september when his schedule changes and again um the support uh that we received from valhallahobby.com uh please go check them out use the code gt2305 to get five percent off an order over a hundred dollars uh their support helps us with things so support those who are supporting us socks you got anything else did i no, did, 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 did i sound like a moron while i was trying to talk maybe a little all right <laughs> my job is done thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you for listening to getting table music used in this podcast was created by Eric Matthias at soundimage.org. This is where Bruce would say something clever and engaging.